So, guys, people are probably surprised to learn that you've got, I, I think, kind of a sneaky entry into your top five bands, uh, the Guy Adami uh, top five, uh, that most people wouldn't expect for a guy that people know is a huge Skinner fan. Right. How you How you doing? Well, and, the obvious, um, I mean, you're right. I mean, the obvious Zeppelin, is Zeppelin, Zeppelin, The Who, Skinner's yeah. in there, but REM is the one you're talking about. I know it because nobody would in their wildest Nobody explained. A guy, a guy from the, the, the mean side of the tracks in Croton, whose, whose high school gang was called the Hoodies. Um, and Har Harlem I mean, Hoods. The Harlem Hoods. I mean, we, we would not expect a sensitive, almost folksy band from Athens, Georgia, to make your top five. Why is that? How, how did that happen? It's the genius of Michael Stipe. It's the poetry of Michael Stipe. It's the incoherent lyrics of Michael Stipe. And yeah. I think it's just that, I mean, some of the songs are, it's just a great band. I mean, they've, what, they have eight or nine different albums. I mean, what's I think the frequency? That, no, I think it's more like Monster. Is it that many? It's just, it's just a yeah. great rocking tune. Dan I mean, Rather. Dan Rather. Dan, written about Dan Rather. Right. Why are you bringing up the great REM, though, and Michael Stipe? Be because we, we, you know, we tend to look back here on commercial break at, at different times in music history. And I think it's, it's uh, particularly interesting that, that uh, not 10, not 20, but count them 30 years ago today, REM's most successful album, Out of Time, hit, sure. uh, hit the shelves, man. And, and uh, I'm guessing for, for, for guys like us, because folks, REM makes my top five too. And it's crazy that uh, Guy and I are in agreement on this one. Although, you know, we overlap. I still think Aerosmith, most over, overrated band of all time. Um, and ha find half their music from the 80s unlistenable. I might as well be getting, I'd rather get Rickrolled than listen to, I was F-I-N-E fine. Yeah, no, you're right. I, I Listen, you know, when you really boil it down, I mean, a couple tunes, out, outside of a couple tunes, it really comes down to Toys in the Attic, and that's it. I, mean, I agree. I, so, I, I mean, there's maybe, some truth Maybe a that. reassessment. Maybe a reassessment. So REM's Out of Time, 1991, uh, incredible. The, the I, I mean, that, that was, is like incredible. So, so losing my religion, awful was song, a it's unlistenable. It's like, like a David so Bowie, bands. it's like a David Bowie mail in shitty so, song. Pardon my well, friends. That, that's what I think we need the audience to do today. I think, I think people need to let us know, um, what most commercially successful song by one of your favorite bands almost ruined that loyalty to that band for you because the song sucked. Um, like, you know, and this isn't fair because uh, I get some I get some heat about this with uh, Touch of Grey by the Grateful Dead. But that was, you know, that was one of the songs probably about the same time, by the way, that, awesome. that uh, they got some of their their biggest their most radio airplay. So so um, losing my religion, uh, that album, though, also featured uh, some support from another very famous Athens, Georgia band. Can you name that band? I've got to be B-52s. I mean, it's it has to be. B-52s. And uh, <laughs> Kate Pearson and Shiny Happy People. Which is um, another awful, awful song. <laughs> you know what? I bet that one's aged better for me. Um, and it, it, it actually makes me feel pretty good when I no, hear it. No, stop. I mean, I'm not looking to feel good. See, see that's this not, is Radio Song is on that album, too. That's a decent song. I mean, Shiny Happy sucks. People, Losing My sucks. Religion. Now, if you really want to get, I mean, Man on the Moon to me is just a tremendous song and Fall tremendous on Me, song. just Different unbelievable. Album. No, I know, Different but those album. are, that to me is, our, that, that's R.E.M. 
So that's that's off of uh, automatic for the people. I, I'm going to go with something like night swimming, um, or uh, yeah, I mean, as, a, some, as some opposed really... to night putting, putting at night, which right, you know. of course with the, the daughter of the dean. Um, and uh, all right, so <laughs> losing my religion or out of time, you know, pick pick, you know, the the look. The, the expression, I'm losing my religion, as it relates to, let's drop this into a, a market context. When, you, when you've lost your religion, when you're losing, when I'm losing my religion, I've lost my faith in something, I believe. I don't think this was an attack on uh, religion, per se, as, as REM might want to do, but I don't think that's what was going on here. Um, so it's really kind of being at the end of your rope. Um, yeah. and, and, and I, you know, I know you've expressed being kind of at the end of your rope on the Fed. Um, oh, I'm more. I, I, I'm. I'm way past the end of my rope. It to me, it's like it goes back to another great band that only had one album. By the way, give uh, them enough blind rope. faith. Blind faith. Uh, you know, it's like once you lose that blind faith, once you take a step back and say, "Wait a second, maybe this is all fugazi. Maybe I shouldn't just blindly follow into the abyss." By the way, there's a blind I mean, faith that to album. me. Yeah, no, that's that's fair. Nice use of Fugazi. Um, and there's a there's a there's a blind faith album that I don't think could get produced today. Well, it's the uh, album cover, the album cover you know, without cover. getting into great detail. I think it's the only yeah. album they released and it's an iconic album cover. And I think you're correct in so much that it wouldn't be. But, you know, given some of the songs that I heard won the, the Grammys this year, I mean, that that's child's play compared to some of the stuff that's out there now. Yeah, and there's also you. I thought you were talking about on, on enough rope. It, there's an, an album by the Clash called "Give Them Enough Rope." I know you're a huge Clash fan and a big fan of Joe yeah. Strummer, Mick Jones, Paul Simon, and Topper Hedden. Um, but uh, again, I think one of the great bands of all time for a lot yeah. of different well, reasons. So, so, so I haven't lost. You know, look, I'm not losing my religion as it relates to the market. I think, I think I've told you, I'm, I'm cautious, I'm fearful, I'm dancing by the door, um, and I think the minute the Fed gives us any indication. Uh, it's over. It's it's over the day before. Um, but I, I in terms of uh, I might be losing my religion a little bit on this 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 dollar trade, this weak dollar trade and what it means for for resources that have gone through the roof. Yeah. And and, and so I'm not I'm not changing gears. I'm simply saying, guy, keep an eye on the dollar um, and the dollar, which should be under extraordinary pressure uh, because of stimulus galore because of the Federal Reserve, because of maybe a perception that the current administration doesn't care how much money they spend. I don't think any administration for the last four or five of them have cared, by the way. Uh, I don't think any any political party has has uh, you know been true to the colors that are supposedly emblematic of that party, um, if you know what I mean. In other words, I, I think the Republicans didn't care. Uh, I think the, the Democrats don't care. Um, and I think that the dollar possibly on some level is the great, you know, the, the great irony is that the dollar could move higher here. And if the dollar moves higher, um, I think it's gonna be additionally very painful for some of these resource trades, some of these reflation trades for emerging markets, which, you know, frankly, I, I've been very bullish on and, and I don't feel so good right now because I, I you know, I see different things working here, including a, a, maybe a head and shoulders and all this kind of weird technical yeah. stuff. Dollar should have gotten blasted last week when Jerome Powell went out with that complete horse hockey statement that you know they're Jane data Potter. dependent and, and exactly but th with that said they're not going to raise rates until 2023 i mean that to me should have been the all clear sign for people to lay into the dollar and quite the opposites happened to your point i mean the dollar's found its legs and you that could be some headwinds for the resource trade so if it didn't sell off on the back of that maybe people are off sides in the dollar i think you bring up a really good point 
I, I think the, the the other message is just um, some of some of the trades that have been successful in the last twelve to fifteen months are ones that there's a there's a big huh is this does this make sense was this just COVID did COVID uh, punctuate a trend that was already in place is this going to continue to happen so look I I, I don't have the answer to that but I I think uh, um, I can't go for that in fact no can do. No can do. You know, song. I, I, I like what you did. Little hall notes there. So you know, and since the old thing you mentioned, Topper. I hear Topper, and I think of either that's what Frosty named the rabbit in uh, Frosty the Snowman, or yeah. that's what yeah. Or I didn't one even of those, know that. Yeah. I didn't so know that's that, a Topper. The, I'll take. Okay. Um, yeah. Huge seller of Frosty. I think we've been this. We're so out of season right this. now. Yeah. Which means no, okay. we're. we're which means we're out of time. And you know what, guy? I think we're out of time. So I'll see you tomorrow. Well, then I'll let you go. Later, dude. <laughs>